2: I'm I'm old enough now that it's okay to reference Neil Diamond, and I don't <laughs> mind if it shows my age. Uh, but then again, it you know, <clears throat> "Sweet Caroline" is is you know a, a top forty hit at every college uh, football stadium. But That's true. Um, look, I, I wrote the I wrote the column uh, talking about you know everybody take out take out your money and look, and there's that Latin phrase "E pluribus unum," which most of us really don't pay attention to and aren't really sure what it is. But I wanted to remind people what it means is, and this isn't a Latin class, but it's, it's an America class. And what that means is, out of many, one. It was that America, whatever we think of it today, go back to its founding. And the, founding, the founders knew that we were a nation of people who came from many countries with many crafts that believed in a variety of religions, some of whom did not believe in religion, some of whom believed in higher powers some of whom were merchants or farmers, some of whom had been in America since the 1600s, and some had just come in the 1750s or 1760s. And the idea was, unlike almost every nation in history, they weren't created because they had the same religion or the same leader or because their families grew up on the same piece of land. They came together because of an idea. Out of many, one, and the one was liberty. The idea was freedom, religious tolerance, starting over, reaching a goal, achieving your dream, doing what maybe you couldn't do in Great Britain, in Germany, in France, what you couldn't do somewhere else you could do here, and that everyone was welcome to be a part of it. And and not to bore your listeners, I'm not going to walk them through 1776 <laughs> till today. Uh, but at various points in time, as I, you know, m- The thing i keep coming back to dawn is my belief is we are a great but imperfect nation we are a great but an imperfect nation but the founders gave us a rule book they gave us a guideline if you will a manual on how to fix it and it's through our laws it's through it's through being involved in politics it's through our bill of rights it's through the first amendment and and that at times of trouble at times of trouble when the nation was pulled apart There was still that out of many one, what should this great nation be? And I talk about in the recent past, even all the civil rights movement, people did not march in Philadelphia. They didn't march through Alabama for the right to be pulled apart. They didn't march because they want America to destroy Blacks and whites marched in civil rights movements because they said America is great, but you're not letting African-Americans participate. African-Americans want a seat at the table. They literally want their children to have a seat in the schoolroom. Nobody was protesting or marching to burn down the schools or to close the schools or to create black schools. It was to say the young black children, the young black boys and girls, the Latino children in California and Texas, They wanted to be Americans. They wanted to be a part of this. And at this moment in time, where everyone is so quick to tell us how different we are and how we keep inventing categories of of culture and sexuality, I wanted to pause for a moment and say, what unites us is this idea. We were very divided at the beginning and we found a way to come together And I hope and pray we find a way at this moment of division that we remember what unites us. And that's this idea of this potential of this great but imperfect nation.
3: So true. Well said. Guy Shiraki is here, senior fellow with the Commonwealth Foundation, writes for Broad and Liberty in Real Clear, Pennsylvania. And you can follow him at P.A. Suburbs Guy. Your latest piece that dropped just yesterday talking about you entitled it Children of a Lesser God. God written in lower caps, um, Shapiro's budget falls short of his rhetoric. So calling out Governor Josh Shapiro who you know, as far as I hear, I'm gonna say by all accounts, he would love to he would love to have the lifeline scholarships. He's caught within his own Democrat Party and the Progressive wing, the Matt Bradfords of Montgomery County, if you will. but what do you think when you write this? You're talking about the children and the time is now. But are you suggesting, Guy Shiraki, that Governor Josh Shapiro, who has the power, should step on the toes of a Matt Bradford and say, no, this was my campaign promise, and this is what we're going to do?
2: Yeah, I think he has to get his hands dirty. Look, his, when he speaks, when he spoke a year ago or almost a year ago on Fox News, When he uttered the phrase, he's now uttered hundreds of times, Mm -hmm. and that is, every child of God in Pennsylvania deserves the opportunity to succeed. He spoke as passionately and as eloquently as anyone at a school choice rally. Mm -hmm. He spoke as a dad. He spoke as a leader. As I write in the column, his parents chose to send him to a Jewish day school, as my parents chose to send me to a Catholic school in South Philly he and his wife have chosen to send their children to a religious school as my wife and i chose to do that with our children so it's part of his life it's part of his life story it's part of how he's been successful it's part of what his wife and he hope and pray for their kids so what i'm asking for him is to get his hands dirty so that reality meets his rhetoric and also uh when it comes to lifeline that he gets his hands dirty and and stands up but secondly Did he not feel obligated to undermine kids in charter schools, especially in cyber schools? Because in the very budget where he talks about Lifeline, in the very budget where he wants to spend more money than's ever been spent in the history of the Commonwealth on public schools, he talks about cutting cyber school funding uh, because allegedly they quote unquote get too much. And so again, I'm calling to his better angels. If if your budget address is centered on children. If every child is a child of God and deserves the opportunity to succeed, when it comes to Lifeline, roll up your sleeve, get your hands dirty and push. And for goodness sake, don't 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 take a moment for an applause line to say, we're gonna spend more money on public education than ever. And then follow it up seconds later by saying, you're gonna cut funding to cyber schools. Cyber schools are the fastest growing part of education in Pennsylvania. It's nearly 70,000 students. It doubled during COVID. These are children, some of whom are gifted, some of whom have anxiety, some of whom are at their second, third, fourth, or fifth school. This is their lifeline. There's no mathematical reason. There's no academic reason. There's no moral reason to cut their funding. So I'm asking the governor, I'm I'm taking him at his word, to make his reality match up to his rhetoric. He speaks as passionately as anyone. It's time to get his hands dirty and fight for all children, to not pit them against each other. I'm not opposed to helping public school kids. In fact, in fact, I'm for helping public school kids. Mm-hmm. It's where most children are going to get their education, but let's not divide them let's stop talking about them as public school kids or cyber kids or voucher kids or Catholic kids or Jewish kids and look at them as Pennsylvania children. I want his reality to match his rhetoric, and if he does that and rolls up his sleeves i'll get in I'll get in there with him and push just as hard. But I think there are lots of us that are waiting for him to do it because we're in the trenches and we're looking for his help.
3: yeah, amen to that. Well said. And I hope he does. I hope that, and I don't even think he's getting his hands dirty. I think he is. He's actually, um, I think, fulfilling a campaign promise is just it's the right thing to do. I and you know, I don't even think he has to get his hands dirty. I think he's the man. He has to step up, step up, and say, "I'm the governor. I'm the man." Move aside, and and by doing so, here's the weird piece of this. I think any leader who who comes into their own, if you will, and says this, they will gain the respect of more more people, not just within their own party, and they will become more powerful,
2: whoever that may be. Sure. And, and and look, again, it's part of his life. It's part of the way he was raised. It's part of the way he's raising his children. He knows enough. He's from this region. He knows the communities that are having trouble. He knows there are ways to help them. Charter schools present an opportunity. Cybers present an opportunity scholarships to rescue kids and remember as you and i've talked you've been kind enough to let me talk about it on your show and as you've talked about it on your own lifeline scholarships we go back to this lifeline scholarships it's not a statewide voucher program this isn't even the glorious things being done in florida or texas or or even in west virginia next door Uh, these are the poorest kids in the worst schools these are the poorest kids so if 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 we're going to fight over school choice, that's fine. But I still believe you could walk into any swim meet, you could walk into any Wawa, you could walk into any community center and say, show of hands, how many people think that we maybe ought to offer scholarships to rescue kids from the poorest families who are forced to go to the worst schools? I think eight, nine, 10 out of 10 people in the Delaware Valley say, that's the right thing to do academically, financially, morally. And so I just ask for his rhetoric uh, and his reality to, to match up, and I think he'll find a lot of allies and look, look to you know right or wrong, but look to his colleague John Fetterman. John you know, Senator Fetterman has decided on certain issues that he's not going to just fall in lockstep he's going to speak his mind, and we can all debate the whys and wheres, but I know that when it comes to the border and when it comes to Israel, Senator Fetterman has has spoken and, and had the courage to stand alone. I'm not even asking Governor Shapiro to stand alone. I, yeah. I think seven seven, eight, nine, ten out of ten Pennsylvanians would stand with him and applaud if he would get involved. The Senate has a bipartisan majority to support what uh, support charters to support lifeline. Uh, the House needs one vote, one vote. He's the Governor of Pennsylvania. He just needs to prevail upon Matt Bradford to let this come up for a vote and help us find one vote, and again. You, you and I and others will help them find that one yep. vote. I'm sure it's there. We just need to get this on the floor to help yep. every one of God's children get a chance to succeed.
3: Well said. Amen. Yesterday in a Philadelphia court, uh, they are, and this is making national headlines, U.S. Appeals Court in Philadelphia hearing those arguments on whether Pennsylvania's requirement for voters to accurately, you know, date the mail-in ballots, whether it, actually should, whether it passes all the rules and regulations under federal voting laws. And so it's a huge case gaining national attention. I know um, they have biggity big D.C. lawyers, you know, representing uh, the national and the state Republican parties. You have the ACLU involved. It's a huge case. I just wonder what your take is on something like this, because, of course, the November presidential election is looming. And this, you know, this kind of, you know, this kind of case um, making national headlines just showing the power of Pennsylvania voters.
2: Yeah, and I think I think you're right to highlight it. Look, uh, you know, I, I continue to say there are three things that all of us, regardless of party, regardless of ideology, regardless of candidates we like, there are three things we should all want.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician.
1: Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test, intelligence data, fixed median download speeds, US Q3 2023.
2: It should be easy to vote, impossible to cheat, and we should have results we can trust. And I think this goes to the core of the cheating and the trust. The law passed by bipartisan Republicans and Democrats in the House and Senate, the law signed by a Democratic governor requires that the ballot, the outside envelope be signed by the person voting, or if you have a disability, you have a designated person that signs it, and it has to be dated. It's not complicated. I I resent this idea, and I get offended by this idea by so many that suggest that there are Pennsylvanians that don't know how to do these things. Do you know how insulting, do you know how bigoted, do you know how silly that is mm-hmm. to suggest that people who are 18 or 28 or 88 years old don't know how to sign their name and don't know how to date something. Yeah. Uh, we all go through daily life. So look, I, I want out of this, the following one, I want a clear decision and I want this decision. You know, if I could wave a magic wand, Guy Shiraki wants this decision now so that we're not fighting about it yep. in the fall. And that, because again, I want results we can trust. Yeah. And two is I don't think it's much to ask that the law as it's written be upheld. If if there are legislators, if the ACLU or anyone else thinks that the Pennsylvania law is a burden to write the date, then go change the law. They have a governor who, who yeah. would be sympathetic. Go change the law. In the meantime, if we want results we can trust, if we don't want rioting on the left or the right, if we don't want another presidency we've had the last two presidencies marred by people feeling it was unfair look i i I hope the republican would. i hope that you know donald trump is the next president but if that is not the case i want it to be because there was an election and the majority of americans voted so we need this case decided now we just need it decided clearly so we all know the rules so we can get on with an election and have results we can trust so we can go back to governing to do the things we need to do to help uh, us in our daily lives.
3: I agree. We need we need it. And then once this gets determined, and I hope, I do hope that the, the appeals court says that, yes, you have to follow the law. If you don't like the law, go back to the legislature, lobby them, get them to change their law. But then at that point, our next job, Guy Shiraki, is to make sure that Republicans vote. And we learned during the last snowstorm that a lot of folks who intended to go out and yeah. vote... Did did not because there were polling places closed. It was a mess. I mean, the roads were a mess, and so the mail-in balloting. You know, as long as it's truthful, transparent, and legal, we need to convince those Republicans to do the mail-in ballots.
2: Amen. Look, uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, no, and you laid it out perfectly. I mean, we we can talk about theory. Yep. We can talk about all these ideas, and you brought home the reality. Two weeks ago, special election in Bucks County. What happens? It snows. Not a problem for the Democratic candidate because nearly 60 percent of the votes, the Democrat, who's now the the legislator, the representative elect, nearly 60 percent of his votes had already been filed before Election Day. The Republicans are playing catch up. You know, we were burnt in 20, in 21, in 22, in 23. Uh, We all have to understand it. And again, for everyone listening that's skeptical. I urge you to vote by mail. Let's bank our votes so we're not counting on it. And secondly, if you're truly troubled by it, there are ways to volunteer in your community, in Bucks County, in Chester County. Go. You, you have the ability to be a watcher at the drop boxes. You have the ability to be a watcher for the party or the candidate of your choice on election night. Let's have more eyes. Let's have it be transparent. But please, President Trump woke up on Election Day in 2020, 1.4 million votes behind. That's too far. If we close that to a million, if we still give them a million vote head start, we're going to win. Let's just close it. Uh, you're 100 percent right. I don't you're care if rains, sleet, snows, hail. Let's <laughs> let's use it. Again, I keep saying, you know, the Democrats are using the tush push and we're <laughs> everybody else complaining that's illegal. Let's learn <laughs> how to do the tush push so we can win, too.
3: I love it. Guy Shiraki, that's it. The tush push. That's that's what it's all about. (laughs) (laughs) Guy Shiraki, you're the best. Thank you. Until next time. All right. Have a great day. (laughs) Thank you. You too.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician.